0: Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take
1: extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling.
2: It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, and 1280, The Zone. Welcome on in. Thank you for making us a part of your day. Jay, uh, Jake with you, broadcasting live from The Dish Pros. 80 is South and State. Give them a call, 801 424 Dish. Get hooked up with the best TV in town. It's The Dish Pros, 801 424 Dish. Austin Horton producing today from our Carrier Zone studios at Vivin Arena. And uh, safely social distancing from Casa to Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. And, Gordon, uh, guess what? What? We're going to be doing a drawing for $1,000 today on the show. That's Gordon Monson money right there. Yeah. that's Uh, Nothing wrong with that. So Ryan has had this promotion going for a couple of weeks. Sign up. Uh, for Dish, Through the Dish Professionals, and you'll be entered to win uh, $1,000. And uh, we're going to do it today uh, at 5.50. So tune in. That is when we will do it. It also means that you have uh, uh, time to get in still. 801-424-DISH. Uh, if you were kind of on the edge thinking about upgrading, uh, now is the time. Uh, get in on that $1,000 drawing, 801 Four two four Dish Ryan, I believe, also doing the hundred dollars cash back today, so it's it's really the opportune time to uh, to jump on it. Gordon, how are you today? I'm doing uh, just fine. How are you? Uh you know, uh, the sun came <laughs> up. I uh, I I managed to to peel myself out of bed. I'm doing fine. <laughs> is
3: that is that the is that the where you draw that line? Say, hey, if I get myself up. And I get out of bed, then it's a win.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that's where I am, Gordon. It's the little things in life. Uh, yeah, no, I'm speaking been, of uh, little little
3: things. Does the little one have anything to do with making sure you get up?
2: Oh yeah. Well, in in so many ways, Gordon, she is the reason. I, I get out of bed in the morning, yes. That is, <laughs> <laughs> that is true on a, on a variety of different levels.
3: Did you feel a major pressure of responsibility on your shoulders
2: when that little one was born? Uh, unexpectedly, yes. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I get it now when people say your world changes immediately when you have kids. I, I certainly grasp that concept. You are
3: carrying uh, that weight, the responsibility uh, that comes along with uh, making
2: sure that you uh, attend to the needs of your child. Well, I'll I'll put it this way, and I think I've told you this before. Uh, You and uh, everybody else uh, I knew pretty much um, when we were expecting kept saying over and over and over again, your life is going to change. And I kept thinking, yeah, yeah, I got it, I heard it, yeah, thank, yeah, third time from Gordon, I got it. My life is, is <laughs> totally gonna gonna change. I got it, <laughs> and then you know it happens, and it's like, wow, they were totally right. Yeah, yeah, it's funny how that is, but it gives you a reason for
3: doing all the good things you do. So, yeah, uh, no, no doubt about. Otherwise, it. otherwise you'd be floating on a on a raft in a pool somewhere, doing nothing, being bored out of your mind, being absolutely of no use to humankind. So look. Yeah,
2: floating in a pool on a raft sounds just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that sounds awful. Uh, miserable, oh, doesn't God. it? Sounds you
3: know, no no uh, responsibilities, no cares, just sitting there floating.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It sounds mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, glad I'm not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) So happy that I'm sitting here talking to you and not doing that. (laughs) 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 You've been up since the crack of
3: dawn, studying up for the show today, you know, making breakfast for the little one and running around picking things up around the house and, you know, doing all the things that you're, you're, you're counted on to do. And it's either that or
2: float on a raft. <laughs> you know what yeah. is annoying about parenting? Uh, and, uh, Gordon, I, I don't know. Uh, I would figure at least one of your daughters was a picky eater. But, uh, God, getting her to eat is just a challenge. Uh, not, not uh, I mean, not eat like consume calories because there's certain things that she absolutely really likes. But there's only, like, four of them. That's, <laughs> like ice <laughs> cream, <laughs> get, get, get ice get cream,
3: cake, candy, and what else?
2: No. No, she she loves uh, she loves what she calls soft bread, which is just white bread. Mm-hmm. She she, yep. lo- she loves she could eat white bread all day, uh, but you know, nutritionally speaking, I don't know if that's that's the diet that I,
3: <laughs> she <laughs> Jake, needs to be on. Jake, I still remember when my wife decided, okay, it's going to be wheat bread from here on out, and my youngest daughter she would go around asking the neighbors for white bread. You know, well, we were uh, doing something uh, extremely punitive to her by depriving her of that. And uh, but uh, so here's the question. Do you let her eat what she wants because she'll eat it? I I, I have I I know someone whose kid for breakfast wanted nothing but bacon. And so that kid ate bacon, a whole plate of bacon. That was it because they didn't want to fight it. You know, they just give her whatever she wanted. And uh, the alternative is to uh, set rules down, and uh, then then you're then you dig in for for a bit of a struggle. So which way do you go?
2: Well, my my wife is pretty determined that she's going to have a normal diet, and and so I I you know I, I try to fall in line with that. Although it, it you know for both of us it is it is difficult because it just be much easier to give her the white bread and just say all right fine. <laughs> here take it and and I would be lying take to you it, leave me I,
4: alone.
2: <laughs> I'd be lying to you if I told you that I have not done that before, so I mean, but we're 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 trying our best here's the thing on the white bread front though, you know uh that's never leaving our house, dad's not not switching to wheat at at the ripe old age of thirty nine so that that ain't happening, so we're i i, I will pass on on that hill uh, we uh, we will have white bread in in my house, mm. All right, as long as you know where it is. Ha <laughs> ha! Zing! Wow, Gordon, that was that was an amazing joke. Hats off to you. Yeah. <laughs> that was really. <laughs> I know exactly I didn't see where... that coming either. Wow, that better.
3: I know exactly where the bread is now. I want that now. clear. Yeah, now currently. Yeah, so I can tell Lisa where to go to make my sandwich. Right?
2: Oh, but zing two, two in a row. Oh, I don't so I don't better. tell
3: my wife to do anything. That's not the way it works, folks. <laughs> After 38 years of marriage, that's not the way it works.
2: Gordon is so. firing zingers. We're giving away $1,000. The NBA Woo. madness has begun. I mean, all right. today's setting up to be all right, buddy. We're, yeah. we're, we're going to be all right. We got, we're going to have a good show today.
3: Okay, one last thing. What is something that you eat that you know you shouldn't, and you eat it anyway, in volume? Austin, right. that question's for you, too. Like
1: my whole diet. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Honestly.
3: <laughs> like, you, don't, you don't check yourself at anything?
1: Why?
2: Oh, wait. You know what? I'll, I'll, make a, I'll make a slight amendment to this. Anything that I consume by my own choosing. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, uh, you know, sometimes I'm not going to come home and uh, adjust dinner plans. You know what I mean?
3: So, are you a convenience eater? When you yes. come in, uh, do you eat? What do? You, well, first of all, do you shop for convenience, and do you prepare and eat for convenience? Because a lot of people are in a hurry. A lot of people got stuff to do. They got things they got to take care of, and man, they they, they don't have time to uh, you know uh,
2: whip up some uh, beautiful well, I'll, meal I'll, the way I do. I'll I'll give you I'll give you this really simple, and let's just say. When you have two people who work, and one person has to be on a very rigid, fixed schedule, meaning that I can't be on the air and cooking at the same time. Uh-huh. Uh, w- w- you can't ju- you can't just uh, sit down and do roast on Thursday night. Like, uh, convenience, <laughs> yes. <laughs> convenience, like, all the time, 100%. Uh, not all the time. I- I'm selling that short a little bit. I mean, we'll put some time into it. But like I said, you know, we're not... <laughs> Not chicken cordon bleu uh, Wednesday night uh, with uh, scalloped potatoes or, or and a homemade key lime pie.
1: <laughs> this is homemade.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, not everybody has the time to do that. So uh, great so value. Austin, made. Austin told me the other day that he he was eating a hot pocket.
1: I've got one and- sitting right here. Do you? Oh, yeah.
3: Now that, that's, that's food for convenience, right? And I, I still have not had a hot pocket. So that's a goal of mine. It's something I want to achieve. At well, you know, it's,
2: it's not too hard to
1: achieve that goal, right? <laughs> sound like Marie Antoinette. <laughs> I've never stooped myself to the peasants' level. No, that's not what I vending meant. vending
3: machine snackage. That's no, that's not what I meant. I mean, I've just never had the opportunity to do that. So I mean, that's something I've to opportunity. Give it that yeah, a try. Waiting, it's two
1: minutes in the nuker. <laughs> and
2: and well, opportunity, it's not like you can't get a hot pocket every 10 feet in this town. Yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 Literally inventing. machines. Yeah, yeah. the- Hold on here, but in order to do that, you got to go to the store, right? I mean, and, mean, that, that, that you know that takes effort to get there. So, um, yeah, I I I well, have yet uh, to do that. But it, you that say they're really the other- tasty. huh? I'm looking. I wouldn't forward say to that. When I get my first hot pocket,
1: <laughs> oh
3: my! <laughs> I'm a hot pocket virgin over here. Ugh. My first, my first hot pocket. I'm going to you know get out the. Silver, the uh, the silver get out the China, and I'm going to do it upright so I can enjoy that. that surprises marriage.
2: nobody. Uh, Gordon, real real quick here uh, to steal a bit from Hanson Scotty. Can we can we do a little role play here for a sec? <laughs> oh, here we go. All okay, well. I'll, I'll be you, and you be Lisa. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, Lisa, why don't uh, why don't you throw uh, some pepperoni and cheese hot pockets on the on the grocery list this week? Yes, dear. Whatever you say. Well then, why aren't you in the hot pocket right now?
3: I I just uh, I forget I, I forgot that that was a possibility. You know, are they kind of like the burritos? Are they kind of like the
2: frozen burritos you just chuck in the microwave? Yeah, that's it, <laughs> oh, and <laughs> oh. it comes out flaky and delicious every single time. But but you Adequate. know what? Somehow I know, somehow but. I have a man, uh, have found uh, a way to cook a hot pocket, and every time. The outside scalds my mouth horribly, and the inside remains frozen. Yes. (laughs) I thought it would be the other way around.
3: Uh, Because doesn't a microwave cook from the inside out?
1: No, I'm with Jake, especially like the, the breakfast top pockets. You've got some frozen scrambled eggs in the middle and some blackened, burnt uh, borders.
2: Yeah, I wonder. So talking? you don't you don't fix much in the microwave, do you, Gordo? <laughs>
3: it sounds. It sounds to <laughs> me like you guys. Mi- do we have a, a microwave?
2: The, you need a new microwave,
3: maybe. You know, maybe your microwaves are malfunctioning.
2: <laughs> no, I ever, think the, mi- uh, the microwave cooks from the inside out, doesn't th- it? No. Uh, have you ever? Have you, this is a man who's never uh, microwaved a bowl of soup, because. <laughs> the the middle of the how bowl do of you soup. cook soup <laughs> the middle yeah. of the bowl of soup is still cold and you get the a third degree burns from the outside in the bowl mm. uh, i haven't had that it cooks that from that the problem. inside
3: out yeah i think it cooks from the inside out all my condos have you know really
2: nice microwave oven sets <laughs>
3: I, I think it cooks from the inside out. It's like, uh, one of our listeners, I'm sure, knows uh, the truth about this. I, I use the microwave all the time because I get those, those handy-dandy little quick, convenient uh, uh, microwavable uh, soup cups. And I put that in the microwave, and just you know, two minutes later, I got myself uh, my 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 soup. (laughs) This is
1: like when Hans discovers technology. Gordon is is now discovering microwave.
3: No, I've been doing this for years. I've been doing that longer than you've been alive. You know, I I I do that uh, on a regular basis.
1: Uh, A myth: microwaves do not cook from the inside out, as many people say. Microwaves actually heat from the outside in, very similar to other heating (laughs) methods on this here planet. See, yeah.
3: I know that microwave like the back of my hand, Austin. Yep. Uh, no, because you actually again, have so. to use the
2: microwave <laughs> to to
1: understand. I use
3: the microwave. That's what's I use I'll use the microwave every single day. Good for you for uh, one thing or another. Uh-huh. Sure you go. So today, you know what I did for lunch? I uh, I uh, heated up in the microwave some rice. And uh, and we had some leftover hamburger from some tacos that uh, Lisa whipped up last night, and I, and I heated that up, and I mixed those two together, and then put some, then microwave some soup, and put that on top, and made myself a nice uh, a nice
2: soup slash meal. All right, let's let's uh, hello, Wildcat. Let's break from the, the diet discussion and <laughs> this and is, talk about this is the even Indiana, worse. That, this is even
3: worse than what we talked about sandwiches at that time. I. I apologize, you know, the the cheese and the... Austin, please, please.
1: There's someone's dog barking. Yeah,
3: my dog's... Two guys, two topics, two opinions.
0: You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network
2: jordan clarkson is a free agent and as you know he was extremely key uh to the jazz having success last year and his role off the bench was was desperately needed how hard do you think it's going to be for the jazz to retain him how painful will that be if they're serious about keeping him
0: then i, I feel like 13 14 15 million dollars a year in that range is reasonable uh, he he be taking uh, that's that's not bad money right now i don't know where his mind is and what he wants to do but to me i feel like 15 million dollars a year is about right to make sure he doesn't leave and, and take a short-term deal in free agency
2: all right gordon the nba madness is away of course uh, we talked a lot yesterday about the the chris paul deal there's a variety of things that have happened today uh let's start with this because this is the the biggest deal for the the landscape of the nba uh, the Bucks make a move to uh, impress uh, Giannis as he's considering a contract extension. Uh, they acquire Drew Holiday and uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Uh, so yes. Drew coming from uh, New Orleans, obviously. Uh, the key, uh, Bogdanovich coming from the Kings. And what they really gave up, uh, there's some other details to this deal, but uh, essentially Milwaukee is sending New Orleans a package that includes Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, and three first round draft picks uh, one in uh, 2020 2025 and 2027.
3: Well, that's a lot of draft picks. But uh, but that you know, I mean, I like what the Bucks have done there. But they better they better capitalize on it now because uh, their draft future does not look very bright.
2: I, you know, evaluating these things, Gordon, I often don't like to get into winners and losers because right. rarely is it that cut and dry. And actually, unless your name's Danny Ainge, you're not actually trying to screw over uh, who you're making a trade with. Um, <laughs> so I, I, the question I ask for New Orleans is, uh, does Eric Bledsoe and George Hill keep them playoff contenders? Because Drew Holiday is certainly the better player. Yes. Uh, at, at this point, than the combination of of those two guys and Milwaukee, you know they're going all in to keep Giannis, and yep. so they're they're going to overspend a little bit, but you can't really blame them. And they're getting one of the better two way players in the NBA in uh, in Holiday, and then you're getting somebody that can really shoot the ball in Bogdanovich. So this is going to make it, certainly in the short term Milwaukee a better team. So. I, I can see this from, from both sides, certainly. And it does indicate, too, that New Orleans is still in the rebuild frame of mind and not in the we're-really-going-to-compete frame of mind.
3: Well, I don't know what they're thinking or whether they have any subsequent deals in mind, but uh, I really like this for the Bucks. And if you have, if not the best, one of the best players in the NBA on your roster, you cannot afford to lose him. You cannot lose that guy. And, and you go to him and you say, okay, uh, in good faith here, what, what are you looking for? What, what 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 makes us attractive to you? And he tells you, and then you do pretty much what he says. And if he says, I need more help, then you get the man more help. And that's what they did. I like it. I like it for them. Because how many chances do you get like that? How if, if the Jazz had the best player in all of basketball, and he was coming up on free agency. You better believe they're going to do everything possible yeah. in order to hold on to that guy. And they and should. I, yeah, I like what the Bucks have done here. I think this. Uh, uh, what would be bad is if if he stiffs them anyway. And I don't know whether that is, is would be the case or not. But uh, they. You must mean like like LeBron have, did
2: to, did like LeBron did to Cleveland twice. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. They go kinda all in like to keep that, him, yeah. do anything they possibly yeah. can, and he still goes, meh, Well, I'm going somewhere else."
3: And then when he comes back, he says, "I'm doing it for the children." There's something <laughs> like, like come that. On. Yeah. Well, he, anyway, he gave him uh, a title, though, so you gotta, you gotta give him that. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's what the Bucks need to do. They need to win a title and they need to give themselves the best chance to do that because how often does a franchise like the Bucks get the best player or one of the two or three best players in the, in all in the world? You got to hang on to that guy. You cannot lose him. And it looks like they're putting in the effort to do exactly that.
2: Yeah, they're they're certainly the favorite in the East to me right now. And there's hey, there's a lot of cards to be played, as you pointed out. But uh, there's some other NBA tidbits uh, to get to, and and I want to save the Harden conversation uh, for uh, coming up on the other side. But here's my my favorite NBA news item of the day today, Gordon. You ready for this one? Yeah, Zach Lowe of ESPN. I think he's still with ESPN, uh, reporting Gordon Hayward and the Celtics are working to extend the deadline on Hayward to decide on his $34.2 million player option for the 2021 season from today at 5 to Thursday afternoon, leaked sources tell ESPN. So isn't that... Now, what the,
3: does that mean? What, what he, does that indicate?
2: He can't make up his mind. It's the most Hayward thing ever. <laughs> I don't know or are they, I mean, are they
3: just stalling? Are they stalling to work out some other arrangement?
2: Well, I don't think he wants to be in Boston, though. So, I mean, I, yeah. get, I would get what you're saying if they're working on, like, kind of stretching the deal or doing an extension or something like that. But, I mean, all indications are that he doesn't necessarily want to be there anymore. And I get it because he's no longer – he really never was, you know, kind of the number one or number two option. And he's he's down the line a bit. The, the, the team kind were we,
3: uh, Weren't we hearing from his camp that uh, there were all kinds of interested suitors? Uh, I don't know if I believe that or not.
2: Well, I don't know that that could, you know, meet the 34.2 mil he's owed for this year. But maybe, you know, maybe he's valuing a, a long-term deal and figures he can make it up on the back end. Or maybe he just hates Boston right now so much he just wants out.
3: I, I, you know, if a guy doesn't like where he is the first time, and then he doesn't like where he, where he is for the second time,
2: then what makes you think he's going to like where he's going for the third time? Well, you can throw the injury in there, of course, as the is the ultimate caveat. You know, did the, the I team... suppose
3: I I don't know. I, you he's know, he's, he's looking took him... for some. He's looking for he's looking for something he can't find.
2: Well, I mean, he was basically, you know. Uh, out or recovering for a year and a half and, you know, the team kind of moved on without him. So there's always that question mark, like, well, is he, you know, as good as he once was And Boston, just doesn't use him that way. You know, if you can sell a team on that, you know, maybe you can uh, get yourself a pretty good deal, but I just come back to the fact that he's, he's not going to come close to 34.2 million. And, and what's going to be different this off season, that won't be their next off season. Yeah. And yeah, the teams uh, with stick. salary cap room all stink. Well, yeah,
3: I don't know. I I don't know what the answer is for him, uh, and I I don't know what it is he's looking for. Is he looking for more opportunity to be the guy? But he doesn't want to be the guy. He wants to be the second guy. But where's he going to find that? I you know I don't know. We've heard so many reports about what Gordon Hayward wants. He wants to play for his his uh, college coach, and, and so they can finish their unfinished business from college days uh yeah, i you know I, I i don't know what this guy wants uh he i know that utah wasn't good enough for him and now boston's not good enough for him
2: all so. right gordon we'll get to uh, more nba stuff coming up right around the corner again the the james harden saga rolls on we, we will get to that but of course we're here at the dish professionals 80s south and state you can call them 801-424-DISH. That's 801-424-DISH. Ryan, of course, jumping on with us. And uh, today's a big day. It's not every day you give away a grand on the show. Oh, never done it. Yeah, exactly.
4: Never done it on, never done on your guys' show. So this is, uh, yeah, this is the first. So. I'm pretty fired up about it now just to hey, give people the background. Hey, hey, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan, before
3: you, you get into this, I want you to know I want to give a shout out to Ryan and his guys because – I had uh, something I, I bought a new TV and I needed to have service uh, hooked up properly and whatnot. and they were out here like, boom, done and done right. So I, I just wanted that. to pay you that compliment before you get into this. That's the kind of service. That's the kind of service that is too
4: it's too uh, infrequent in this world that you guys provide it You know that's awesome. I I like hearing it, especially since I had no idea it even happened. So that means my team's doing it right. That means something's going right. They are. (laughs) They are doing
2: it right.
3: I'll tell you, I, I was I was an appreciative customer. That's all. Just wanted to tell you that.
4: I'm sure that's always good to hear. That is yeah. great to hear. I love hearing that feedback, uh, positive and negative. Uh, you know, it's a blessing to always get that because we're are always striving to just to uh, you know do our very best and take care take care of people and even take care of people that uh, didn't originally sign up with us. I know you did, Gordon. I'm saying that uh, yeah. we've well, a lot of people that uh, didn't sign up with us, and afterwards are like, "I should have just called you guys in the first place." Yes, I agree. Yeah.
2: So here's here's kind of the backstory on the $1,000. Last, what, couple of weeks, couple of three yeah, weeks? Yeah,
4: it's been two and a half, three weeks now, I guess, since we started the promotion. Three weeks, I guess. Yeah. And uh, so we got some extra marketing money. We uh, uh, got approval from Dish to do it. Um, but uh, we did one drawing, uh, what, a week and a half ago or so. So we kind of divided it in half so um and it's about the the same kind of odds and the odds are good yeah so we're doing a uh second drawing of thousand bucks cash and this is a good opportunity you call up and uh you can get uh, the great two-year promotion two years of credits get upgraded we'll throw in dinner at jcw's and oh yeah we're gonna do a little extra thing we're give away 100 bucks cash sweet back for everybody who calls and gets set up today today only not any other day.
2: I was saying this uh, earlier. If if you've kind of been on the fence, like you know, you listen to the station, you you probably hear Ryan uh, throughout the day, and you, you think like, oh yeah, well that sounds pretty cool, but yeah, I'm of like my remote, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like if you've been on the fence, it's true. Get, get off of it because today's the day. You get a hundred bucks cash back, which is amazing. Enter to win the thousand dollars, and trust me, you'll get used to that new remote in about thirty seconds, and it's, you're gonna love it. It's a simple, yeah. easy little remote, right.
4: and it's you know it doesn't got. Remember we first had uh, Dish came out with their first uh, PVR, personal video recorder. They have this gigantic long remote that had like, every button you can imagine on. And they've really done a good job of simplifying it so it's just a simple, easy remote. And it glows in the dark when you touch it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's got a lo- uh, remote locator built into it. So, I mean, everybody's lost the remote. And it can be, you know, kind of a pain trying to figure out, you know, what cushion is buried under a blanket where you can just go push a uh, locate remote button. And it might beep in your garage like it did for me once. And <laughs> <laughs> out there. Nice. All right.
2: 801-424-DISH. Now is the time to call 801-424-DISH. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate uh-huh. you. Ryan will be jumping on with us throughout the show. We're getting into more NBA news coming up next on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
0: You can't always get what you want you can't always get you're locked on to the big show presented by Big O Tires stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter winter tires Big O Tires the team you trust this is 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network
2: all right, it's a Total Request Tuesday on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, Austin's selected theme for today is songs about missing what you used to have or wanting something different than you currently have in honor of uh, Gordon Hayward. So Austin, on his tweet, uh, did ha- hashtag big haircut, because that's Austin's nickname for uh, Gordon Hayward. I like it. I, I, I'm i going to have to give this one some thought, Austin. This, uh, this one... Uh, the answer is not uh, obvious to me.
1: That's I went with the only one I could think that would be obvious to start was, you know, Rolling Stones can't yeah. always get what you want. But.
2: All right. So we'll, we'll get on that. We're live from the Dish Pros. Call them, 801-424-DISH. 801-424-DISH. If you uh, sign up today, you're still eligible for that drawing for $1,000. They've got $100 cash back today as well, so it's a great time. 801-424-DISH. Uh, Gordon, let's continue the NBA conversation because, man, I love offseason NBA. And, it, uh, of course, the news has has been coming fast and furious already. Uh, draft going down tomorrow, and we're going to have a great uh, NBA draft show for you. Tim Lacombe is going to be in studio with me. Gordon, you're going to be a big part of it. The whole zone crew is going to be a big part of it. Uh, Coach Chiesa is going to jump on with us, and, uh, I mean, we're going to – we're gonna have this thing uh, covered top to bottom for you. In fact I, I just got off the phone with our guy Tim Gordo and he is currently elbow deep in film and he is committed to watch every draft prospect.
3: Oh that, that's always good.
2: yeah so Tim's Tim, coming
3: Tim Tim's coming prepared Oh he's always knowledgeable and every year we've done this uh, we've we, it's been very informative. I mean I, I love doing that show. It's always uh, good to know everything that we'd learn. And uh, and
2: everything that we can present to our listeners. It's kind of funny. I, I was telling Tim, you know, to look back on some of our draft shows. Some are uh, uneventful. Uh, some are uh, unexpected fireworks. I, I remember the, the night the Jazz traded for George Hill. So they completely traded out of the draft. And they didn't have a second rounder. So it was like, well... Good show, everyone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but people are pretty excited about that move. So. And, and, and I think Jazz fans would love to see some more action, uh, if not something along those lines, uh, something that uh, they, can, they can feel like uh, the Jazz are moving this thing forward.
2: I've told you this, and I have not uh, admittedly heard or seen a lot of buzz around the Jazz trading their pick, but I could see that happening. That wouldn't surprise me this year.
3: Is it the reason because the Jazz are for different reasons, but sort of the same reason, like the Bucks? They want they want to take advantage of the stars that they have now.
2: Yeah, I think they they want a player that can contribute,
3: and yeah.
2: maybe there's that at 23. You know, maybe that's there. It usually isn't, but maybe that's there. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I think it has the potential to be a really uh, exciting night, though, uh, across the league. Um, Gordon, let's talk about uh, what happened kind of last night into today. Uh, James Harden was offered a contract extension by the Houston Rockets that would have made him uh, the first $50 million a year player. It was going to be a two-year and $103 million extension on top of the three years and $133 million he's already owed. So, that would be uh, a lot of money. Uh, certainly, a lot of money uh, for James Harden. Gonna... He turned it down and essentially uh, is is issued a trade demand that says, "I want to go to Portland or uh, excuse me, Brooklyn."
3: Yeah, uh, Austin. I just got to ask Austin this question: H- How would it be to turn down hundred million dollars for two years? How would it be? Yeah,
1: I, th- I think the word is stupid is the <laughs> description i have for you asinine
3: oh man ridiculous well, he, he doesn't want to be in houston and he's already got a lot of money and he's planning on making more so uh, you know maybe maybe a few extra million here or there really doesn't matter
1: i man. would literally do anything for a quarter of that money you name it i'll do it <laughs> anything
3: anything yep what if uh, what if Jake and I said, okay, we'll give you that money, but you have to you you have to walk uh, around the world twice.
1: Well, I don't know how I'll walk on water, but I'll give it a uh, shot for that kind of deal. You,
3: well, you'd have to like go up and uh, jump ship in Tibet.
1: <laughs> Fine,
3: <laughs> and you'd have to like cross the Bering Sea or something to get. I get from, the money uh, first, right? You'd be willing to do that, huh?
1: Yep, if I get the money first, yeah, for sure.
3: Well, what if you get the money second?
1: Well, then I'm – that's stupid. Uh, you got to <laughs> get it first. You might die walking the world twice. <laughs> not might, you will. So you got to give me the money so I can pass it on to my wife and daughter. Uh, what
3: do you think it is, uh, Jake, that is motivating James Harden to want to play in Brooklyn so badly?
2: Well, I'm not so sure – you know the destination is what I'm most interested in about this story, and we'll see if it happens. I don't, I don't, you know, it, Brooklyn would have to give up a lot. I mean, just to make the salaries work, they'd have to give up a lot. Um, and there are, there is some uh, reports out there that they are close to a deal. So you know, maybe he ends up in Brooklyn. But uh, this owner, Gordon, I, I was thinking about this uh, this today. Tillman Fertita, the the owner of the Rockets, oh, he bought the yeah. the franchise. What? three four years ago five maybe and uh it 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 reminds me a lot and I know this is kind of a hot button issue around here but it reminds me a lot of what um Deloitte Hansen did to RSL where you've got this kind of opinionated owner who's used to be in the the biggest ego in the room and comes in and you know whether it it wasn't really immediate but uh, eventually it's just cleaning house to the point where James Harden now is, is saying, nope, I'm out. Well, that's I, what's I happening. don't want your yeah. $50 million a year. No, thank you. Uh, in fact, I want out of here now. I mean, I, I wonder if Houston's got some issues with a, an owner who's learning how to be an NBA governor. You know what I mean?
1: By the way, just yeah. past his third anniversary of owning the Rockets in October. So, yeah,
2: so first three years, and the the GM's gone, the head coach is gone, and the star player is, is wanting out. Yeah.
3: The couple of stars went out. So yeah, I mean that could be it. I don't know that for a fact, but I do know that some folks who see themselves as the smartest people in the room sometimes come in and and start barking at everybody like that. Now and there they is may, they may be really smart in, in one regard or another, but chances are uh expertise and the science of basketball might not uh, be uh, all that top-notch.
2: Now, there's also Theory B, Gordon. Are you ready okay. for Theory B? Maybe this one uh-huh. holds a, a little bit more water for you. Okay, there is Theory B. That Daryl Morey, under the previous ownership, in an effort to mm, you know, drive the price tag up on the franchise, really went all in on the moment, culminate, culminating – in that Game 7 loss to the Golden State Warriors, Chris Paul's first year in Houston. That was the culmination of a variety of high-risk, high-cost moves, not all of which worked out, by the way, see Dwight Howard. So that, at that moment, after that, Gordon, the team has slowly been chipped away. I mean, they've lost piece after piece after piece because, frankly, they they can't afford it. So they went. They, for, gave...
3: they went. They went for broke to drive up the uh, the value of the franchise, and then uh, and now the thing is sort of falling apart.
2: And now Fratita inherits a um, a franchise that you know is a little strapped because they don't have very much uh, flexibility financially and had to continue to jettison their players.
3: Well, wouldn't have wouldn't he, wouldn't he have known that when he bought the club? <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, well, yeah, I don't. I, I can't speak for him. I I don't know. But uh, those are I, my H- theories. Houston, Houston seems to be a place that doesn't necessarily struggle to get players, but they're they're doing it a different way now with the with the changes in management and ownership, like you talked about. So it was done a certain way for a while, and now someone new comes in and shakes things up a little bit and. He wants it done a different way, and so maybe, they,
2: maybe they are in full rebuild mode. Well, trading for Chris Paul and then giving him that contract that you promised him before you traded for him was probably the beginning of the end.
3: Well, they came awfully. They they uh, they should have they should have beaten the Warriors. They should have beaten them, man. And if Chris Paul hadn't. Uh, had his issue uh, near the end of that Game 7, I think they would have won that.
2: That's just me. Ah, that's always a convenient excuse. I'm not convinced of that at all.
1: Wasn't it Game 6 when uh, Chris Paul yeah. did his hamstring and missed Game 7? Yeah,
3: yeah. Was it? Is that the way it was? I think well, so. They, it, well, and well, then they James Harden won. played the worst game won, of if his they'd season. Won, if they'd won 6, they would have won it all. I mean, they would have moved on, right? So I'd bet
1: on it, yeah, I would.
2: It, well, it didn't happen, though. I mean, it's easy but to say that. It, but but it, anyway, all, all,
3: all indicators were that it was going to happen.
2: But they don't and have then, a ring on their finger, and then they didn't come close after
3: that. Uh, they were still pretty good. They were still a threat, kind
2: of. Right, kind of. And then they gave Chris Paul all that money, and then they had to say uh, goodbye to a bunch of players that were, were really key for them. And then they they wanted to re-sign Clint Capella, so they had to say goodbye to even more players that they really liked. And then, you know they are what they are.
3: Well, this is this is sort of the uh, the tale that is told in the NBA. If you uh, if you pay a bunch of money to certain players, it better work for you because if it doesn't, then it's going to fall apart. And that, Houston is a, is a storied franchise in the NBA, and it seems to, like I said earlier, it seems to be a place players like to go or have at least in the past and and now look at them they're on they're on the doorstep of entering the cemetery.
2: It's the NBA is a wild place you know that's why I love the off season it is it is something else. So what what is the cautionary
3: tale there as it uh, involves the team that most of our listeners care about the jazz should they go for it? should they do something? To try and take advantage of having, uh, you know, a couple of star players and strike now, they tried to do some stuff before last season, and uh, it was kind of you know, it was it was successful on some levels and not as successful on other levels. So should they do something more? Should they high risk high
2: reward? And well, what can they do? And, well, and what know. other, I mean, you know, there's a, a dozen other variables out there, in, including first and foremost, uh, how far apart are the Jazz and Rudy on his value to the team? And right. what they want but to then, pay him then, as far as what he wants to take. I mean, as, that that's the whole question that will determine how aggressive they are.
3: Well, it, it, as Austin informed us before the show started, how. Uh, uh, the interwebs were going berserk yesterday, weren't they, Austin, with uh, people asking what the Jazz were going to do because they see all this other action happening around the league and they want the Jazz to do something too.
1: I mean, you saw typical emotions on social media that you'd see on a a message board or anything when a team is either making a decision or not making a decision. There's a lot of emotions out on the sleeves, on the social media profiles of fans, and that's what they do. That's what a fan does. But, yeah, they were – the the majority i saw on twitter was unrestful if that's a word restless there that's the word i'm looking for <laughs>
2: What uh let me ask you this Austin. Uh what what was the major complaint that they're not uh, acquiring a major player? Because I, I know I love uh, you know ESPN trade machine worlds out there where yeah. it's like, "Hey, the Jazz can get James Harden and they'd have to <laughs> they just have to give up on Royce O'Neal and George Yang. and
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh no, it was it was mostly it was mostly the other teams were getting players that some of these fans have like been lusting after. Drew Holiday, yeah. Robert Covington. Uh, and the such, yeah.
2: I don't think the Jazz uh, ha- uh, could po- actually give up three first-round draft picks for Drew Holiday. Man, mi- listen, it was going to be real tough to outbid Milwaukee because they're desperate, like we talked about before. Yeah, yeah, that's a steep price to pay. It right. really is. they mortgaging your future. So, you know, Justin Zanuck and Dennis Lindsay can't help Milwaukee's desperation that they're just going to give up the future because they're trying to keep, you know, arguably the league's best player.
3: But if you're going to be really good for quite a while, then maybe those picks would
2: lose some of their value. Uh, Maybe. Uh, but, of course, flipping first-round picks is, is why you uh, acquire a glut of them. Uh, I want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business, telecom, and IT solutions, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. Live from the Dish Professionals, call them 424 dish More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh-oh. Utah's
0: highest-rated, most-listened-to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O' Tires. Stop by your locally-owned Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280
2: The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This one goes out to David on a total request Tuesday, a little U2. Uh, Austin has selected today's theme songs about missing what you used to have or wanting something different than you currently have. So tweet at Austin Horton, at Jake Scott's Zone, or at Gordon
3: Monson. And, and please,
1: no dedications. No specific dedications. Yeah.
3: I still Gary, st- Gary Wants Escape by Rupert Holmes. Uh-huh. I like that song.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out where, where I want to go with this one. This one's got me flummoxed for some reason, Gordon. <laughs> Flummox, <laughs> that's a good what word. What a great! That is a great word. Why don't we use that word more? I'm flummoxed. Gordon, that, <laughs> you, that last take has me flummoxed.
1: You know, that, that brings me to something I've been wanting to ask for a while. Could we do something like they do on the Fallon show that where they drop in, they, they, uh, they challenge sports figures to drop in weird quotes in their press conferences. Could we challenge Gordon to once a week drop in a weird r- word into his column?
2: In, oh, I'm, I think that would be hilarious. So next but, week you
1: have to work the word flummoxed in somewhere?
2: <laughs> That'd probably be easy to do. Oh, man, that sounds like a challenge. I bet you won't do it. No, no, no. I mean, flummoxed, I believe that one's probably fairly easy. But I mean, like a challenge, like... To come could up we with come something? Up, could we come up with something that Gordon could not work into a column? Paranormal. Oh, that's not. Uh, this is Gordon we're talking about. He's not going to write para- about ghosts. Paranormal is in every other column. <laughs>
3: <laughs> not true, but I I could probably work it in somehow.
1: Not Aloysius.
3: That well, that's a name, isn't it?
1: I don't care. It's a word. <laughs>
3: uh, that might be a little more difficult.
1: How about, uh,
2: uh, uh, let's see, how about auger, like the tool?
1: That's a good one.
2: You guys go ahead and make your
3: list, and I'll see what I can do. How
1: about oh. silicosis?
3: I don't even know what that is. What is it? That's
1: not my job to know.
3: <laughs> well, we better know what the word means before we use it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I might, we're
2: going to have to think about that. Maybe throw that out to our listeners. It's uh, a, a form of lung disease. Never mind. a challenging word for Gordon oh. to uh, to mix into a column. Hmm. Hmm. What do they uh, What do they used to call those uh, old half like uh, truck half cars?
1: The uh, El El uh...
2: El Camino type thing was that what it was the El Camino where it's
1: it's a it's a car but with a truck bed. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. an El Camino. Yeah,
2: could you mix El Camino in? <laughs> I, I a don't car know. would probably be pretty easy. You've written car columns before. Speaking of Gordon Hayward, what'd you call him? A Buick. Oh, Buick, <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> who would who is the el camino of the basketball world <laughs> it would have to be you would, would have to be a veteran right and it, uh, it'd have to be like because older it had to be a, a utility type but still nothing spectacular <laughs> <laughs> it'd uh, have to but, be an unorthodox player because we haven't seen anything like it right
3: and it couldn't be a big because, you know, then you would that would you would need a truck to describe that and this is more, you know, car like.
1: What uh, about, about caddy uh, wumpus?
3: I think I might have used that word at some point. That's one. not surprising.
2: Who's that? JJ uh, Barea is he the El Camino of the NBA?
1: <laughs> no, he's more like the passenger side egg on the side J. of a, a r- J. motorcycle. JJ Barea.
3: Well, if he is, then uh, that El Camino has always had its engine revved up against the Jazz. Mm.
2: Kind of a utility player. <laughs> kind of, he, he's got unique. I would uh, think of JJ Barea
3: being more like a. He's more like a, uh, like a.
1: Electric a, bike.
3: A, a small car. Yeah, a very small car.
2: Uh, He's Jeremy, the smart
1: car of the NBA.
2: Jeremy has obviously listened to the show for a long t- time, says, how about Gordon get the word weenus into a column? Uh-huh. But we, we disproved that, though, because that's not what Gordon thinks it is. What is it? What, I mean, can we get that straight it, it's, once it's and nothing. for all? It's not, it, it, it's, not a, it's not a word. Is it a slang word or something for...
3: Yeah, it's a slang word. Yes,
1: Yes. it's a slang word. the The actual word is olecranal, I believe. (laughs) Okay.
2: Uh, Yeah. Here, here. weenus,
3: weenus might be a little difficult. Oh wow, I was
1: right. Olecranal. I ought to be a doctor.
2: Austin, you might run a little hot to be a good doctor.
0: (laughs) Supposed
2: to be. <laughs> I wouldn't want like I wouldn't want Austin to get a speeding ticket before he did my surgery. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? <laughs> you Save the scalpel, I've brought
0: a
3: chainsaw. <laughs>
2: yeah, right. I'm going to use a steak knife because I'm irritated. Who, who,
3: who would want a doctor who has Austin's bad luck?
2: Uh, another terrific point. Another terrific point. All right, uh, good, good productive segment, everyone. Good, good fine work. Uh, we will have what's going on really coming a productive up next. Segment, wasn't it? Uh, our friend Matt Williamson oh, will j- jump on the show at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Bowler joins us at 5, but joining us now, our friend Ryan from the Dish Professionals. That's where we are. Call 801-424-DISH. Let me get this straight. 100 bucks cash back if you sign up today. That's just
4: put it in your pocket. Yep. And you're entered to win $1,000, which we're doing at the end of the show. This is a crazy day, yeah. This is the day you want to call for sure. Says, we're going to be giving away a bunch of cash, cash back for amazing. sure. Amazing. 801-424-DISH. So call in for that. And then we talk about this
2: all the time. I mean, DISH is amazing. The, the technology, the programming, I mean, it's so cool what they're doing.
4: Honestly, I mean, the $1,000 cash, it's, uh, it's a big deal. But we see that a lot. A lot of customers save that much money um, or even even more of that. I've seen you know two $3,000 where people have saved by making the switch Because the bill's just so much less if you put it over a two-year period, and it's eighty-five dollars a month, and that quickly turns into thousands of dollars. And so, um, you know, a lot lot of customers, especially customers that have DirecTV, they're on like an old receiver that was created a decade ago. It's slower. It doesn't have like the Netflix built in. Doesn't have a voice remote. There's so many cool things that Dish has added to make it a little simpler. You know, one of the new updates they put is that the doorbell camera is now you can actually switch to a mode, and so your your TV it'll just show you the look the view out your front door. It's just integrated in, so it's kind of a little that's little, awesome. It's, it's kind of cool.
2: Yeah, just some uh, the simplifies thing. Uh, you know, this has been around for a minute, but uh, with the Hopper, I love the prime time anytime. Yeah, that's. I, I love it. It require it records every network TV show in mm-hmm. prime time, and then if you give it some time, it eliminates the commercials.
4: Yeah, that's. Uh, and the cool thing is, is you got this DVR that's two terabytes; it's twice as big as everybody's uh, DVR that the competitors have, and so it automatically records them, and then it just drops those shows off after eight days, unless you ask to keep it. Then when you go back there, yeah, you just it's what what kind of system is that that auto hops commercials? Nobody you know, you, you
2: you get spoiled. I got spoiled, you know, with the DVR, and you can't watch live television anymore because you're like, oh, I have to sit through this commercial. The Hopper takes it to a next level because when I'm watching shows without the Hopper, I'm like, what, I got to pick up the remote? Jeez. <laughs> got to push the button yep. three times? Oh, man, what a what – a- what a tough
4: life this is. <laughs> it's, it's cool. Well, it, it's I like it because it seems I'll go jump the commercials. I'll reach for the remote, and the hopper's already done the work and skipped it's all like, 5, oh, and the the show's commercial. back on. I'm like, oh, oh there we go. No. <laughs>
2: Good. <laughs> Call now. Seriously, now is the time. Get that 100 bucks back. Enter to win a $1,000. 801-424-DISH. 801-424-DISH. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. More next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.